well, go birds. That's all I can say. Go birds. birds. It's time to stand up or shut up with your hosts, Chris and Jen. This is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Theme Park Stand Podcast. I don't even know what episode we're on, but we have very special guests for you guys today. Yeah. Bam! Coaster says Bruce, bam! (laughs) Matt's just going to introduce himself. (laughs) That's fine. Uh. Real quick before we do that, we're on episode 40, you know, 40 ounce. So coasters and brews, 40 ounces, you know, it just kind of makes sense. So <laughs> Chris, um, we have Matt and Gabby here from Coasters Brews. How's it going? Uh, you know, got a beer, watching the Flyers, chilling. The birds lost last night, but hopefully the Flyers can take it home tonight. So I'm vibing. Yeah. Got a little bit of a cough, but vibing otherwise. Yeah, Drew is also sick, so... I think it was my fault. Sorry, yeah, Drew. Nice it's that time of year. It is. But I'm always <laughs> sick, so whatever. Um, so, uh, you said you're watching the Flyers game. They're doing pretty good this year, I feel like. They're having a decent season. Um, so, they did just win five straight. <coughs> and actually, yeah, I think that winning streak continued on Saturday when they beat the Red Wings. So they're playing the Devils right now, see if they can keep it going. Awesome. I'm a fan of the lowly, lowly Blue Jackets, so. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they got uh, they had Bobrovsky for a little while, though. Those yeah, it's true. Goaltender. I mean, those were our golden days, even though we didn't do anything, so whatever. Yeah, those were definitely <laughs> your best years. And uh, then we got Voracek from you guys, too, who was yeah. pretty good for us for a little while. Yep. Uh, so... What are you drinking tonight? I'm actually drinking one of my favorite beers in New Jersey, Flying Fish Hazy Bones, Hazy IPA. I think it's like 6.2. I don't have the can right in front of me, so I'm guessing. It's like six, it's somewhere in between 6 and 6.5, but it's phenomenal. It's one of my favorite beers. Even Gabby actually likes it, so she likes no beers. She doesn't drink it often, but she likes it. Yeah, beer makes me sad. I'm more of a cocktail wine girly. Um, but as of now, I'm drinking water because I'm sick. There you go. Heck yeah. yeah. Pound it. Pound that ish. <laughs> All right. And Chris also has a beer. Chris, what are you drinking today? I am having a, a brew dog cold beer. Is it really just called cold beer? It's just called cold beer. So it's pretty funny. I'm just like, I'm going to go grab a cold beer. And then I just. (laughs) What kind of beer is it though? It is a crisp golden ale. Golden ales are good. Yeah. It's pretty good. And Brewdog's like, it's brewed right here in Canal Winchester, Ohio. So really fresh. Yeah. Nice. I like golden ales. They're good. Jen? I have um, from Evergreen Brewing Company, Sorb. Um, Sorbetto number 68, which is one of their sour owls. Ooh, <laughs> okay. I do like sours. It's a good one. It's very good. Evergreen has um, absolutely incredible sours. Um, they're like fruited and they have lactose in them. So they're like mm. almost like a smoothie. They're so good. Um, smoothie beers are delicious. So good. And it's 6%, that. so not bad for a sour. Not bad at yeah, all. Yeah, and it's a pounder. 
Yeah. They're really right? trying to fuck you up. <laughs> the, it's a 16 answer for the peeps that don't know. Yeah, I think we also have to thank Laurel for this beer because I think she might have bought these and they got left in my car. They're um, yours now. Magnum's number one fan, my girl. <laughs> Let's thank <laughs> Laurel XL200. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. I've never heard that. It's funny. I actually made a Magnum video. She was like the first person to comment on it and be like, Magnum's the best roller coaster ever. I was like, I knew you'd be in here at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to Kennywood with her over the weekend and she's like that level of fan of Kennywood as well. And it was incredible. I do love Kennywood. I do love Kennywood. So, <laughs> but that really is like awesome. Turtle. turtle, turtle. It doesn't even it, say that anymore. Yeah, I didn't even get to ride turtle because it's closed. There wasn't a lot open, but it was very fun. I would sob. Wait, you went this weekend? Yeah, like this past weekend. Oh, wow. They do a Christmas. Is it mostly lights or do they have rides open? It's mostly <laughs> lights. They have jackrabbit open, kangaroo. So they, they had a handful of things open. They had like the shooter dark ride, kangaroo, jackrabbit, um, like their kitty coaster, some kitty rides, and then some like auto race, like guided car thing. I don't know. And trains and stuff. So not a lot open. Man, so but, Jack, was I missing something, or was Jack Rabbit the only roller coaster open? Yeah. Yeah, Jack Rabbit is the only roller coaster That's open. wild. It had yeah, a 50-minute wait. That is messed up. Wait, say that again, Jen. I missed it. It had a 50-minute wait. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so we rode it once. Um, That was my 150th coaster. Um, so oh, dude, congrats. Thanks. Thanks. I wasn't. I literally almost didn't ride anything because I was like, I don't know if I can bring myself to let a wooden coaster be 150. And Laurel convinced me. That's a good one, though. <coughs> yeah. For Mall That is actually a good one. Yeah, the double, the, the little double down on that one. Oh my gosh! I yeah, was not both of them. Both of them were great. Yeah, like I, I was like, <coughs> I was thoroughly surprised. Um, but yeah, it's 90% lights though. So. Yeah, Lake Compounds is the same way. I think Lake Compounds doesn't even have anything open. That's why I've never went. Yeah, I'm she sure obviously like lives in Kentucky. Maybe I've never Tuesday. done their holiday stuff. Yeah, going to Kennywood during Christmas wouldn't have changed anything for me because every time I go, Steel Curtain is not open. So <laughs> we gave Steel Curtain a Laurel's Cat slash Talon name, and it is now called Go Sports Roscoe Talon. Hell yeah, Go Sports. Right. Go sports. Go That's sports, Roscoe Talon. <laughs> Did you uh, wait, Jen? Have you been on Steel Curtain? No. I that was my first time at Kennywood ever. Wow, oh, okay. Man, I don't know if the Christmas event's the time to go, but I'm sure it was cool. I mean, so Laurel had a bring a friend ticket and mm. she was like, You have to do a girls weekend and it has to just be us so no one else can influence your decision on how you feel about Kennywood. <laughs> so it was just a me and Laurel trip, so Laurel could just fangirl about Kennywood. She was so, probably going so in. She definitely <coughs> likes it way more than I think the average person likes it. I think that you would have like you could have mistaken her as a Pittsburgh person. <laughs> Freaking, uh, I've been on Steel Curtain. I actually prefer it over Fanny, so. Wow. And you've been on Steel Curtain as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your first time you got on it there. Um, that was my last time on it. 
was her first time there, actually. Steel Curtain's freaking awesome. It hauls through the... It's just because there's nine inversions, so you just don't know where you are the whole time. It's freaking nuts. I want to ride it so bad. Like, the yeah. fact that it's just, like, a glorified paperweight is, like... The literal glorified paperweight. That's a great way to describe it. It's a shame. It's a shame for SNS. Because, uh, I mean, they have such a great one in Gale Force, and they just can't seem to get, you know, um, Steel Curtain going there. Yeah. yeah. Makes you wonder if uh, an access will ever be built just because of the reputation of Steel Curtain. Well, they announced yeah, that the one that's going to happen in, uh, well, isn't it supposed to happen in Kidia? Isn't it going to Six Flags Kidia, or am I crazy? The Transformers right. themed one, or is that... Uh, is that in a crap? Where's Formula Rosa? That country? Dubai. Yeah, Dubai. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. over there. I just yeah. wonder Somewhere if everyone here. here. But I mean, obviously, it hasn't happened yet. It's just um, yeah. promo art and all that. But we'll see. I mean, uh, I think they still have the one up uh, at their factory, so you can still go ride that if you want. Yeah. Does that count as a credit? <laughs> Are people trying to say it doesn't? I, I don't know. know. I feel like it's impossible to say. <laughs> I think it does. Yeah, I would say so. I just don't. What do you call it? Just like Access. I don't even. Does it have a name? It looks nuts. I mean, if you ever see it, I don't know how a park hasn't at least tested the waters on one because I feel like it'd be a GP magnet, like kind of yeah. like. A, 4D free spins were when they first came out and all that stuff. Like it just looks crazy. So I don't know. Maybe they're pricey. I don't. I don't know their prices. It's just strange to me that a park hasn't built one. I guess maybe it does have something to do with the fact that SNS just isn't. Um, just can't stay um, healthy. Still, <coughs> uh, still curtain. Maybe. Which is crazy because their launch coasters feel like are reliable, and then obviously the 4D free spins are. Yeah, yeah, they just seem to have issues with their uh, full circuit roller, well, large scale full circuit roller coaster, which is just the one steel curtain. Yeah, super strange. Yeah, well, um, why don't Matt and Gabby, why don't you guys uh, tell us about yourselves a little bit and how you got started with coasters and brews? All right, give me one sec. I need another beer. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so oh, Gabby no. can tell you how she. No. Gabby can tell you how she got started. It started to what? I didn't start coasters and brews. But you can say how you became. Gabby, how did you start all of your designing in the coaster community? There you go. Like graphic design. Oh, okay. Well, I was always an artist, and then I went to art school, and then I got my first big girl design job as an art director. <coughs> um. And I really wanted to find a way to mess around with like vector art because I do a lot of hyper-realistic portraits a lot, like with graphite. Um, and I thought, oh, how fun would it be if I combined like my passion of roller coasters with like my passion of designing? Um, so I started trying to do like vector art drawings with on like the iPad with Illustrator and whatnot um, of roller coasters. And that's how I started getting to do some really cool stuff, uh, a lot of commissions uh, for people. And even um, my poster is up for sale at Lakemont for Leap the Dips, because that's like my baby. And yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and you, uh, you a little, uh, journal 
your roller coaster journal you had when you were like 12? That has nothing to do with design. Uh, yeah, but now you have to talk about it. You were just you were just outed for it. Okay, well, so when I first rode my first roller coaster, um, I don't know if it's the ADHD or the tism in me, um, but you know, immediately became obsessive over it, like obsessive. Like I immediately went home and was like, okay, found roller coaster database, and I opened up a little like. This, the little like uh, notebooks you have that you, for school and I did my own like roller coaster encyclopedia essentially and just wrote down facts the tallest the fastest this um and I was super into like abandoned places so I was like writing down like abandoned parks the first um roller coasters that like um I have like a whole thing on Anton Schwarzkopf in there and like I did like rainbow letters and everything so like 11 year old me was a little obsessive. Yeah, you guys have to see this journal. It's hysterical. Yeah, and I didn't like realize that other people were roller coaster enthusiasts. Um, and like I would just sit there as a child, like, oh, okay, how many times did I ride King Dakota to today? Uh, how many times did I go on El Toro? And I would just sit there and dream about it. And then I found out that other people are as weird as me. So that's incredible. Yeah. Um, I also didn't realize, I don't know if you guys realize, but I got Chick-fil-A delivered during yeah, the no. So far I've seen you off screen twice and the first time you came back with a beer and the second time you came back with Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, damn, what is like, what am I not seeing? That's like yeah, off to I the side over there. <laughs> you guys would be able to see it normally, but my closet door broke. It like fell off the hinges. So right now when I turn my normal way, so you can just see the back of my room, it's literally just my open closet. So <laughs> I'm struggling here, guys. I don't know how it broke. Oh, man. <laughs> but at least you got Chick-fil-A. At least you yep. got Chick-fil-A. <laughs> All right. Um, so... I mean, I guess I'll start real fast when I was younger. I, I got like obsessed with roller coasters because of, uh, um, I found this website called Coaster Grotto and which is basically like roller coaster database, except for, um, it just listed in like great detail and like description of these roller coasters and had like all these pictures. And then I discovered like that, uh, Millennium Force existed, and I was like, man, freaking uh, a 300 foot tall roller coaster, and then like Top Dog Dragster, which was like a 400 foot tall roller coaster. And then, like, me and all my friends just started going to like Six Flags all the time, getting season passes. Then I got obsessed with Roller Coaster Tycoon, and that's like when it really took off. And I really haven't stopped going to like amusement parks since. Um, even when I was a teenager, my early 20s. But then when I was um, 23, 24, I started working at Red Robin and Drew worked there. I didn't like Drew, like at first at all. I didn't like him. Dude, no, he, I thought he was really annoying. And uh, uh, just the way he acted at work. I don't know. I didn't like him. But then... Um, one day when I was like 26, yeah, 26 or 25, regardless, uh, we started talking about Fury 325 just got built at Carowinds. And like, I saw it, it just popped up on my Facebook and I was like, did you see 
that 300 foot tall roller coaster that got built at Carowinds that's like everyone's raving about Fury 325. And that's when like we really just deep dived into it. And then when I was 20, when I was 26, I just asked them, I was like, yeah, you, cause I'd never been to Cedar Point at this point. And obviously like I always wanted to go. And I said, when I was younger, I like discovered there was Millennium Force, top throw dragster. Um, and so obviously like I know about those rides and always wanted to get on them. So uh, he agreed to go and we just won it and freaking went. And that was my first time at Cedar Point. And that was his first time drinking and riding roller coasters because I was still going to amusement parks at this point. I, I wouldn't really consider myself. I didn't know the community existed like this. Um, so I was like, yeah, by the way, I tailgate amusement parks and I like to, I just like to drink beer in the parking lot before I go in. And like, that was his first time. He liked it like a lot. And, um, you know, we grabbed beers in the park and, uh, then we, you know, we left and, um, he was like, man, that was, that was like a lot of fun. Um, and it's funny cause right after that, like we left Cedar point like five o'clock and drove like nine hours over to ocean city, Maryland. That was a freaking great trip. That was a ton of fun. But yeah, after that, we started like linking up a lot more. We hit parks. Like I think the next park we actually hit up was <coughs> Hershey park together. It was Carson Wentz's first game as an Eagle. I'll never forget that because we left the park in the middle of the day. They played the Cleveland Browns. I know you're not a Cleveland Browns fan, but I'll never forget they played the Cleveland Browns that day. And we, I don't remember if it was me or him, but one of us held a beer in front of a roller coaster and he came up with the name. He was like, dude, coasters and brews. And then he made the Instagram. And we, if, I don't know how many early followers there were, but Coasters and Brews was just an Instagram for the longest time where we take pictures in front of beer, uh, pictures of beer in front of roller coasters, and that's all we post. And that's why we still kind of keep try and keep the Instagram just the front of the, the face of the page, just nothing but pictures of beer in front of roller coasters. And then my brother started coming along to trips uh, with us. He was like, dude, like I want to come with you guys. And that's how he kind of got involved with it. The first trip we took, me, Drew, and my brother, Alex, uh, was Carowinds right after we made our Facebook page because we were like, we should make a Facebook and try doing like Facebook Lives and stuff. So that was Carowinds in 2018 or 2017. Oh, no, man, I missed. I missed. Let me backtrack. One trip before this. First trip um, we went on as Coasters and Brews. Um, together, me, my brother, and Drew was uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain in California, and that was 2017. And that was another big park because you know there's growing up for me the two biggest parks were Cedar Point, Six Flags Magic Mountain. So you got Top Thrill, Millennium Forest, and you have X2, and uh, there was Goliath, which was 255 feet, which I didn't know was going to be so awful, and then freaking. Uh, you know, Twisted Colossus ended up be, being out there, and you just, oh, Viper and uh, Superman Escape from Krypton was out there. But yeah, that was our first biggest trip together, me, Drew, and my brother. And then, uh, yeah, the next one was Carowinds, and just really took off from there. We did Facebook, and then we eventually made Twitter in 2018. And then COVID happened, 
and I couldn't go anywhere. So I got like real into airtime thrills and like El Toro, Ryan, because you're just sitting there watching videos. And I watched a bunch of Coaster Studios too, of course. I, I know who Coaster Studios was for a while because Drew got into him like back in his parody days when he did a bunch of those. And like those were really good. But yeah, so I watched a bunch of that and I was like, Drew, why don't we do YouTube? And he's like, yeah, I guess we could vlog. So then once, you know, they lifted restrictions, me, Drew, and my brother um, headed down to Kings Island. And um, that's when we really started, like, vlogging. That's, like, when YouTube kicked off. We did have a YouTube before then. Um, like, that's when uh, we did, like, bar reviews and stuff. But, like, we didn't it wasn't necessarily for YouTube. Like we were still struggling. Like, would these be better on Facebook? Would these be better on Instagram? And Drew was just kind of, he just made us a YouTube. We kind of throw them on there every once in a while. But um, yeah, then obviously during COVID, I also met Gabby, um, slid into her DMs. Cause I saw she rode roller coasters and loved El Toro. And there wasn't a lot to do during COVID. So um, one day in May, I was like, where do you live? And she was like Danbury. So like I Googled it, I saw like two and a half hours away. And I was like, yeah, there's nothing to do. Like I'll drive up there for the day. And that was this day in May, uh, like the beginning of May. And yeah, it kind of kicked off. That's how she got involved with everything. And um, the first theme park we all hit together, it was me, Drew and Gabby. And it was Quasi's opening day when they lifted restrictions from COVID. And that was our first theme park together. Wood of Warrior was our first roller coaster together. And yeah, it really just kind of took off from there. Uh, she's done obviously a bunch of design work for us. Um, also, I probably should mention along the line here, like obviously we ended up meeting the drunk riders too. <laughs> and then they asked us at their first, it was called El Stumble One, February of 2021. And they asked us if, we wanted to like merge and form a roller coaster club called Buzz Bars. And that's how Buzz Bars came into existence as well. So yeah, it's been a ride, man. It's been a good time. I got to say uh, congratulations on 5,000 on Facebook. I just saw that. Um, so congrats on that. Appreciate it, man. It's definitely a big milestone. <coughs> and then yeah. uh, for those that don't know, Gabby did our logo. So I thank was you for just that. Gonna say the same thing. As you mentioned, Gabby does a lot of your guys' logos. Thank you, Gabby, for also doing our logo. Coming in clutch. Yeah, it's a pretty logo, not to toot my own horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does anything you see that besides our actual logo that was like done by my friend, but she does all the you know, the sports logos we like to throw out there. She does all that stuff. And our animation, she did our animation as well. Not an animator, though. <laughs> she loves to say that, but they all come out great, in my opinion. <laughs> no. Like Coaster 365's animations, awesome. I did that too. She did. Yeah. Good one. That one is a really good one. I didn't realize you. I should have realized you did that because I know you did his original logo, right? I did not do his original logo. Oh, I thought you did. Okay. Did oh, never mind. The more you know. <laughs> the more you, the more you know. Yeah. Um, Brian, Brian's awesome man. Yeah, he's okay. a good guy. <laughs> he's also like our first and so far only re. Oh no, he's not our first repeat guest. Ryan from Dorney Park is. Never mind, he's our <laughs> second <laughs> repeat guest. Oh As man, it should be. 
Rip. He wanted to be the first, and then he was let down when Ryan came on. Before yeah, so me. literally, as I was saying that, I remember him getting on the podcast and going, I was supposed to be your first repeat guest, and then you guys got Ryan on again. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear him saying it. I'm sorry, Brian. We love you. <laughs> Both are great repeat guests, though, for sure. Yes, yep. they are. Ryan, or Bryant has a... Uh... He has a big head right now because he's uh, he's winning in our uh, fantasy football league. So, <laughs> uh, dude, he loves to talk trash too. Bro. Yeah, leave <laughs> it to a Patriots fan. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the team Love you, Brian. The best quarterback and the best head coach of all time. Yeah. Anyway, how do we feel about getting into some of these crazy questions, Jen? Let's do it. Yeah, let's go, LFG. I can start with the questions. Um, first, we have Whiskey Nick. Um, when, he says, Matt, when are we getting an Epcot part two? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping sometime this year, man. We'll see. I want to get back there really bad. And obviously, <laughs> when I get back there, I am totally going to film it all over again. So. And obviously a little better than I did the first time because first time I didn't even really know what I was doing. <laughs> and maybe I could, uh, 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 I don't know, how should I put this? Not get as messed up, but <laughs> I don't see how that's possible. It's 11 countries, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I've never successfully made it around the world anytime I've tried. I just don't do it anymore. I, can't, I don't even try anymore. I can't do I it. I wouldn't even attempt to have one full drink by myself. I would have to split it with someone. Then I feel like it's doable. Yeah, I've definitely attempted it. I have like, not made it very far. No. I can actually tell a very fun story about the time, that video, where I filmed myself drinking around the world. So me and my friend that I was filming with, we actually did end up splitting drinks just to save money because it starts to get expensive. And in... Morocco, right? That's a country there. Yeah. Um, we were drinking at this bar and this woman comes up to us. She approaches us and she's like, what are you guys filming for? And I was like, oh, I run a channel called Coasters and Brews. So I just thought it'd be appropriate that we filmed ourselves trying to drink around the world. And she was like, oh, that's freaking awesome. I'm a Disney Imagineer. I'm going to hang out with you guys and I get all my beers for free. So I'll just get you guys your beers for free. <laughs> So beer was free from Morocco to Canada. <laughs> and that's a story I'll never forget, man. That that woman was awesome. She was cool as hell. That's incredible. I love that. Right? Right? <laughs> and she would not tell me any secrets, which she totally yeah. Rise of the Resistance was being built then. So she totally helped on that project. Yeah, yeah but that's that's like Disney is like not even just lose your job. Disney is like cut off your head if you tell their secrets. Yeah, yeah, I can't even imagine. I don't even know if she still works for the park. We did like follow each other, like me, her, and uh, my friend was Nate when he had a Facebook. Like we were all still friends on Facebook for a little while, but I haven't seen her post in a while. Who knows if she's even still an Imagineer? Rip. That's yeah. so cool, though. That's such a cool experience. Yeah, it was freaking awesome. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, man, that was that was one of the drunkest I've ever been. We were like, we're going to Animal Kingdom after this. We did not go to Animal Kingdom after that. <laughs> no, you can't make it. Make it to a, yeah, you can't make it to another park. Every time I go to Epcot with the intention to drink, I don't make it anywhere else. It's just like, or unless I, 
I will say the the one place you can make it is after park close, going to the boardwalk to like the dance hall and Jelly Rolls, the piano bar. That place is awesome. Yeah. And you just got to hop on the monorail, right? No, you walk right there from the back entrance to Epcot. Oh, well, I guess it is. Yeah, it's right out that back entrance. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And that's the only place you can go after Epcot. You never make it anywhere else. Yeah, I'm going to do that. No, Next time I'm there, I'm going to walk out the back entrance and go to Jelly Rolls. I never even thought about doing that. I want to swaddle to bed. <laughs> swaddle to bed. Yeah. It's so good. You got to go to Jelly Rolls after and listen to piano players. It's fantastic. I love piano bars. Yeah, I, I think they're so much fun. Jelly Rolls has a cover charge, which like I don't go there all the time because they have a cover charge. It's kind of annoying, but they're, it's How super fun. A cover charge at a Disney bar? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> my head. Twenty dollars. Man. But it's a vibe. Somehow, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's awesome. Yeah, right. Trader Sam's is the best bar in Disney, though. Let's be real. So Trader Sam's is another dangerous one for me. There, <laughs> there is probably been a point in time where I've been like, I'm gonna go to Trader Sam's and get like two drinks, and then go to Magic Kingdom for the fireworks, and then I'm stumbling <laughs> out of Trader Sam's at like one <laughs> fucking morning. <laughs> well, that place is so much fun. Why would you want to leave? I never make it to the fireworks. I never make it to Magic Kingdom. I stumble my ass out of there. The last time I was at the Polynesian and stumbling myself out of there, I fell. I have a scar on my elbow because I fell on the sliding door. Oh my God. <laughs> it was so bad. I tried to run without my Crocs in sport mode and no, no. I fell. That's why you oh. There's a nice photo of me in front of the statue at the Polynesian with blood running down my arm, showing off my. Oh yeah, mm. and your Crocs on, not in sport With my Crocs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how'd you forget to put them in sport mode, man? I know, rookie mistake. However, the other person that I was with insists that they were in sports mode, but I really don't think that they were in sports mode. So I might have just been dumb. Definitely would not. Have, I, I feel like that would not have happened if your Crocs were in sports mode. So I disagree with that person you were with. That's what I'm saying. How would I have slid out of them and fallen if they were in sports mode? I'm calling bullshit. I'm with you. Go sports. Go, go sports. Go sports. Go birds. Go birds. Yeah, they don't deserve that today. <laughs> I think you guys will be fine. Uh, we'll really see, do. man. I mean, who else in the NFC is really gonna? I mean, I guess the 49ers, but like, yeah, Cowboys are inconsistent. <coughs> they don't really beat those winning teams except for teams in their own division. So, yeah, we play the Cowboys next week or this week. I so. am rooting like hell for the Dolphins, man. <coughs> um, but yeah, uh, moving on to our next question from Hawk Vandalay. Um. Yep, he, he says it's nice to finally have a guest who loves Magnum XL 200. Um, here's a real Ooh, which one? Which guest? Oh, God, I no. Love that ride. Boo, hiss. Not me. If Magnum has no more haters, it's because I'm dead. <laughs> me too, dude. Me too. Yeah, we're not Absolutely the biggest fans not. here either. Boo, hiss. 
I tomato, love tomato. Tomato. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> but his question is why can't SeaWorld give a season pass discount on alcohol, but Six Flags I'm sorry, why can they? But Six Flags can't and says it's illegal. <laughs> what? Do they really say that's illegal? That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Have Where a Six Flags day, from? I guess. What? And not to mention now Six Flags is char- charging that 99 cent uh cent char- surcharge. That's not on beer though. That's just food. For a premium experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Just raise also, your price. They've raised their prices of beer. So they've not brought them back down. It's like I think it's almost sixteen dollars. Yeah, for a my little beer. can of wine that I usually gets more expensive now. Oh uh, uh, yeah, the last time I was drinking a Great Adventure, I was like, never again. I will. Yeah, it's just so expensive, man. It's worse than like it's worse than Disney. Literally, though. No, well, honestly, Disney it, their prices of beer are not bad. <laughs> I think it's like ten dollars yeah. a beer there. It's not terrible. If you're not drinking mixed drinks, Disney's not awful. Yeah, like, no, one hundred percent. But Disney's one of the more well-priced beer drinking places out there. SeaWorld Parks used to be because of the discount, but they've gotten relatively more pricey now as well. Yeah. I remember uh, SeaWorld Orlando used to be like my favorite park ever because, and I still love SeaWorld Orlando. I still think it's a top 10 park, (laughs) but dude, with the discount at $7 beers, I was like, this is the best place of all time. Dude, like I'll stay here forever. Uh, Yeah, but they still pour a heavy drink. I never drink beer at SeaWorld because- Really? You get fucked up real cheap on double <laughs> If you order you a double, yeah, if you order a double, so I usually do a double um whiskey and ginger beer, and literally like over half of it is alcohol. It's in- it's insane. Ooh, I'm like, yeah, as it should be. I'm gonna have to try that the next time I'm there. I've never drank like an actual drink at SeaWorld Orlando. Uh, I'll have to remember that. Yeah, you have to keep it simple and go with like I don't know, like a, a mixer and the alcohol. Like, don't order. I was about to say, I'm, I'm a huge whiskey ginger fan. Like, I love that drink. So, yeah. Uh, so if you do that and you do a double, they like it. They make it like a triple. It's easily. Dude, I'm dead ass. I'm gonna take your advice next time. There, double whiskey ginger. It is. Yeah, you gotta do it. It's they fuck you up so bad. I don't know if it makes a difference if you get the well or not. But... <coughs> if you get the water, not. Do you get the well whiskey or not? Oh, I usually do. So I actually, because it's usually hot there, I like to do like crown peach or crown apple in it. Okay. And then it's like a little bit, it's yeah, just refreshing. The like, more refreshing because it's usually like I'm sweating. I like, off. like I like crown apple a lot. So that sounds delicious yeah. to be honest. I highly recommend it. It is a very good one. LFG. Yeah, but I had no idea that freaking Six Flags says it's illegal. I don't know. I wish he would have like cited where he got that from. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look into that. It sounds like more chances to go about go out and drink at the car then. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. One, I love tailgating in that parking lot, even though there's like no shade. I don't, I can't even explain it. SeaWorld Orlando, one of my favorite parking lots to tailgate in. I love it. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because I'm there. I don't know. I freaking love tailgating in that parking lot though. Many good times in that parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, that one I surprisingly don't tailgate in very often. What? No, I usually like drink somewhere else before and then go there. Like tailgate wherever I was at first and then go. You know what it is? Not a lot of the other parks 
in Florida really have a parking lot you could tailgate. I mean, I guess the Disney parks do. I usually don't like drive though when I go to the Disney parks. Yeah. Like yeah, but if you go to a resort, like if if you go to a, I like to like Uber to a resort that you can walk to whatever park you're going to, and then open your beer at the resort. You're allowed to walk around the resorts with beers, Dude. and then you can literally walk up to the gate of the park with your beer. Oh, you are a genius. <laughs> I am a Disney expert. Okay, yeah, I was about to I say know you know all this Disney knowledge. <laughs> I don't go to Disney enough. I haven't been to Disney World. Like, we drank. Oh, crap. We did that monorail bar crawl with Taylor and Sarah, and that was like the last time. We didn't even go to a Disney park, though. That was the last time I was there. Oh, my gosh. That was, a while. That was, that was last. That was 2022 Labor Day. So I, it's been a while since I've been to a Disney park. Yeah. You guys want to hear a never before told story on the podcast i don't know i don't think chris knows the story so the last time i monorail bar crawled was when the nba bubble was up and i ended up getting like annihilated like my work friends called me they were at their christmas party i was chugging beers with them on facetime like i we didn't make it like we were like two hotels in (laughs) just two hotels We were done. And this was when the NBA bubble was up. And it was a trend on TikTok that these girls were handstand twerking on the NBA bubble. So I, my dumbass was at the Grand Floridian. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to twerk on the NBA bubble. And literally the moment I, I got in the handstand and started twerking, the security guard was there and I was escorted out of the Grand Floridian. Oh, my God. <laughs> Queen shit. What? Yes. <laughs> One, I did not know the NBA bubble was at the Grand Floridian. That's where it was. There were two or three of them, but Grand <coughs> Floridian was one of them, yeah. What? <laughs> 10 out of 10. Love it. Yeah, so Enchanted Rose, thank you so much. You guys came in clutch. Thank you for getting me escorted out of your resort. It was fantastic. <laughs> Bro, what? <laughs> that's so wild. The Enchanted Rose—that's a cool. That's a cool spot. I liked it there. Yeah, it was definitely too bougie for the girl that then went to twerk on the NBA bubble, but um, <laughs> way too fancy. But it's fine. I have a great story to tell now. That's Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> like what? I did not expect that story at all. So that <laughs> called this is like the first what? time it's been mass told, guys. There was like three people that knew the story before today. <laughs> <laughs> At the Enchanted Rose of all the places in there. That is a fancy spot. Yeah, very fun. I think we can probably move on to the next question. Thank <laughs> 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 you, Jen. We're all good. Everything's fine. Everything's yeah. good. <laughs> Are we? No. Yeah. Are we it's, your qu- it's your question. No, it's not, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. It is my question. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I suck. Um, Velocicoasting said, what are your thoughts on retheming Rock and Roller Coaster to Nickelback? How many beers is too many be- beers before getting on a coaster? So two questions. 
I guess you should answer the first part. Every roller coaster actually should be themed after Nickelback, first and foremost. Actually, the only choices should be Nickelback and Nickelback only. As Nickelback fan account, I yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. And you know what? I genuinely love Nickelback. You know, everyone thinks I'm trying to be funny and I'm trying to be cute. No. I love Nickelback. I would leave Matt for Chad Kroger within two seconds. And I mean it wholeheartedly. Like, if Chad Kroger walked through these doors, Matt would never see me again. Dang. And that's that on that. I love this uh, What was the second question, though? Um, there's too many. Before I mean, getting on a coaster. Before getting on a roller coaster. On a roller I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on the day. Right. It depends on the weather. Yeah, it depends on the weather. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've been annihilated on roller coasters. My sit here and lie. <laughs> I've been yeah, pretty drunk. I'm, so oh, I'm never going to say there's too many. I had like a whole bottle of wine last time we were at Bush Gardens. Like an entire bottle. Like I chugged it. And then I don't know what it was, but Loch Ness Monster murdered me afterwards. Remember that? Yeah, I don't know. I take the pain better too when I'm like, no, pretty I don't know. Drunk. But I've I had really an entire happening. bottle of wine before, but for some reason, don't drink yeah. a bottle of wine and then ride Loch Ness. I don't think I'd, I'd chug a bottle of wine and then ride any arrow. I, I don't think I would ride any arrow by choice most days. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Definitely arrow pending. Like obviously, Magnum's the best. And I'm kidding. That's, <laughs> okay. that's a lie. Tennessee tornado. We love you. Yeah, it's obviously X two. Um, oh, I can't say X two, so I'll give you that one. Tennessee tornado is phenomenal. It's just a little too short. Um, but uh, yeah, I definitely don't <laughs> think there's like as long as you're hydrating at the park. I feel like you could pretty much drink there all day. There's never too many beers you can drink. Unless you, uh, for whatever reason, start throwing up, but I've never thrown up on a roller coaster either. The only time I've even been close was it was so hot the first time I was at Fiesta, Texas, and I just don't think I drank enough water. I'll never forget when it comes up onto the the cliff up there and has that little. Have you guys been on Iron Rattler? No. Do you guys know what part of the ride I'm talking about? Though it has that little yeah, section. It up on the yeah. top of the, the ravine up there. And uh, dude, I, I almost thought I was gonna lose it. I was like, no, <laughs> but luckily it didn't happen. So it was the only time I was close and it was literally like a hundred degrees that day. And we had the longest day ever that day too. We flew into Dallas <laughs> and I start drinking at the airport. Cause I don't really have flight anxiety, but like I get like, my hands will start sweating real bad. Like when I'm on airplanes. So like beer kind of just calms me down. So like start drinking at the airport before like we even took oh flying to Dallas, drive four hours down to San Antonio. You're drinking. Me and Drew are drinking in the parking lot the second we get there, then we're drinking at the park, and it's just been the longest day ever, you know what I'm saying? By the time yeah. the night comes. And I'm sure I was just dehydrated. But yeah, I wouldn't say there's too there's a too many beers, it's too many before you get on a roller coaster. But that's just me. Yeah. I think it it really just depends on, like, there's so many factors. Like, so many factors. Yeah, 100%.
I mean, obviously, there's times at parks where I'm like, I'm done drinking. Like, I just don't want to drink anymore. But I've never been like, man, I'm about to get on this roller coaster. I don't think I'm going to drink this beer. That's never once happened. No, typically I'm like, lying here. Anybody want to shotgun this beer? (laughs) That's usually how it freaking goes. We need a line here for our That was like a thing. I feel like it's easier for me to drink also when it's cooler outside. Yeah, for sure. That's why yeah. Holiday in the Park is such a great event, like great adventure. Yeah, that's like I, I love like a cold night with a beer. Oh, dude, it's the so best, cool. man. Those nitro rides I had the other night at Great Adventure were freaking it was it was pretty chilly, man. It's just the cold wind in your face. I was literally saying it to Drew. It's so funny you say that. So I was like, yeah, there's something about just like the cold and roller coasters that's freaking awesome. Yeah, and then like getting off and having a beer to like warm yourself down, like it's just yes. like, it's such a great combo. It's so it's good. Awesome. So I need Dorney to have a Winterfest Cedar Fair people, please make well, it happen. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the winter events at like Cedar Fair parks go now that there's like the merger. Because yeah. I always thought it was weird that like I mean I get Hershey and Great Adventure do it, but. Dorney, I always thought it was weird they didn't do a winter event. And Cedar Point makes no sense. That place, I guarantee, would still be slammed if they had a winter event. I think because it's their road getting into the peninsula is pretty sketchy in the winter. Mm, that, would the make, that would make sense. Yeah, but so gonna, I, Cedar Point, I'll give them that one. That's well, going to be dangerous. The only, the only thing I'll say, though counter that is like they do that freaking winter event in like the middle of february yeah winter chill out mm-hmm. yeah but that's yeah. one day not every single weekend like if you have a bad yeah, storm like because you're right on the like you're right on erie they have they have to get more snow than anyone else i will say this they're gonna build that new causeway so maybe then when they get that they're built. building a new road into it yeah i'll uh, just take the boat over yeah <laughs> <laughs> You can come to Winterfest only if you take a boat. Yeah, yeah. only if you furry over. Don't they worry about the furry. frozen lake. <laughs> Isn't this that boat. a furry or am I crazy? Isn't that a furry <laughs> that goes around the park? Or... Yeah, there's a ferry that goes there um, from like Sandusky and then from the islands that are out in the lake. So, Matt, well, your accent makes it sound like you're saying furry. It does. <laughs> so I am picturing something very different than what we're talking about. <laughs> a giant cat. It just takes you to the park. <laughs> Matt, Matt's there hiring people to be in different animal costumes. You're assigned your... Oh, oh my god. You're assigned your furry. <laughs> that would be unreal. <laughs> and you just hop on their back and they like run you to the park or something. <laughs> when you get there, you hop off like... Here's your tip. Yeah, here you go, sir. Thank All right, you. Fair. We don't need a Dorney Winterfest. We need um the furries to bring you to Cedar Point. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that would be freaking oh, no. wild, man. <laughs> All right, oh. sorry. It would be cool to see Cedar Point try it for a winter and see if it works out. Is all yeah. I'm saying. I don't know why. To be honest, you know, living here, it's in December. It's not that bad. Like today, we got like a, or I'm sorry, yesterday, 
Oh, yeah, yesterday we got like a dusting of snow, and that's as cold as it's been all year. And up at Cedar Point, I mean, they've had pretty good weather. They finished the spike on top throw two and everything, so it's, it hasn't been yeah, that bad. Yeah, you see it testing, so you got people out there. I think they could do it. And, I mean, here and there, there might be a day or two that they have to, like, close. But, I mean, Kings Island did that yesterday because it was too cold, so – that's what I'm saying, man. Cool. I just I just feel like if King's Eye can do it and I get it's on the lake, why not give it a shot? I'd go. Do Dorney first, though. I, I'd freaking go, too, man. I'm sure it'd be the deadest you'd probably see Cedar Point, even though it'd still probably be busy as hell. Uh, Jen, did, did Ryan not say that they were they almost pulled the trigger on doing a, a, a Winterfest? He's he said they got him pretty close, and he's saying, again, he's try, he's really trying for next year. Like he's hard, and yeah, he's like he's hard pushing he's, them for next year. Um, he's, he's hard. He's hard. Ryan's he's hard. freaking hard, dude. He's hard. Ryan's hard pushing it. <laughs> Why is this episode of this podcast taking so many turns? Well, you're the one that said it. You did say it. He said it like three times. Yeah, but like so slowly. <laughs> so together. Guys, stop bullying me. Y'all got to gang up on Jen. Oh, God. <laughs> a Dorney winter event, especially with Iron Menace built now, would be sick. Yeah, if they could have Iron Menace running during it, like even if that's the only thing that runs and they do something like Kennywood where – it's like mostly lights and events and entertainment. Like I wouldn't even be mad with that. Just give me like one coaster and lots of entertainment. That's fine. I feel like you'd be able to ride, a, uh, run a lot of their roller coasters. To be honest, because most of them are B and M's. Still force um, Hershey runs Candemonium. Six Flags Great Adventure runs Nitro. I don't see any reason why you couldn't, unless you were looking to like uh, save costs on. Uh, like workers, maybe close one of the BNMs, like Talon or something. But um, <laughs> yeah, maybe just have Hydra and Iron Menace open, not Talon. Everybody's favorite Hydra. I'm just bought Talon. I'm just messing around. I wanted so bad. I was telling Ryan today because Ahsoka and Rufus were with us at Dorney. I was like, my only wish is that one of the dogs will pee on either Iron Menace or Talon. Oh my god! Because I want to be able to say that one Shut of the dogs it. was the first to pee on Marked that coaster. It. It's um, their coaster now. Yeah, neither dog. Both dogs disappointed. Unfortunately, Ahsoka pees on command. So even when I was commanding her, she's like, "Why are you asking me to pee on metal?" She <laughs> like, literally was looking at me like I am not she peeing. Not take one for the team. You pee on this roller coaster right now. I was like, I just want you to pee on it. <laughs> I'm so just impressed your dog can pee on command. That is pretty yeah. impressive. That is. He's on command. She's so good. Man, so when, good. I, when I had a little puppy, she did not pee on command. I mean, I know Soka's not a puppy, but not anymore. Yeah, it's a service dog thing. It's like one of the first things that you need to teach your service dog. So then you can, because some places they're only allowed to pee in like specified areas, like Universal, oh, right. Orlando. She's only allowed to pee in relief areas, so she needs to know that she needs permission to pee, and like, I gotcha. so oh. 
That makes sense. Yeah, so especially when she has her working collar on, she knows she's only allowed to pee if she gets a command. There you go. You so, learn something new every day. That's wild. I did not know that at all. Yeah. But the next time I get my non-service dog, I am going to train it to pee on command because that is yeah. freaking awesome. I also <laughs> highly recommend teaching your dogs to pee on command. Everyone, yes. everyone who's listening, go pee. Fantastic. Do you know how nice it is when it's 30 degrees outside and I can that's what I'm saying. a potty oh. and she goes and that's it. Oh my god. Oh, my amazing. mind went like I would make it pee on creepy men. Like if any man comes up to me, I'd be like, pee now. <laughs> yeah, that would be very nice. Ahsoka does this really funny thing too. Like Ahsoka probably could pee on a man. Um she should. She does this really funny thing. Ahsoka will squat like all the way down, but then she also lifts her leg like all the way up like a male dog. So she like it's it's very impressive. She does both at the same time. What in the world with those tiny little legs? With those tiny little legs. She squats and lifts her leg at the same time. It's so funny. I need a picture of this. Yeah, oh, no, I, it's I so funny. For, for two seconds, I thought you said she lifts both her back legs. And I was like, just stands on her two front paws and pees. How does she even do that? <laughs> it would literally just make her pee on herself. Okay. <laughs> So while we're here picturing what what is actually happening, Matt is essentially picturing. She learned it from her mom twerking on the bubble NBA bubble. Speak of the devil. I do love her. I miss it so good. Oh, we're speaking about the devil. I have we have a question from the drunk writers here, um, <laughs> and uh, they ask, "When is the next beer pong face off? And are y'all going to take another L before or after y'all pass out again?" <laughs> Dude, they love bringing that up from like freaking. It's going to be three years ago now. <laughs> In February, uh, dude, whatever they freaking wanted, man. They know. You know, I've asked them a bunch of times now, you know, every single time I'm with them, I'm like, let's play beer pong. And every single time they're like, no, we're way too afraid to play you guys again. So, you know, whenever they're not afraid. LFG, right, doesn't yeah. that happen? All the time. All the time. Yeah. Every single time. Every single time. It's freaking crazy, man. So, you know, next event is Silver Dollar City. Weekend of March eighth, I'm staying. We're staying in cabins right next to each other. It could go down. Showdown in Silver Dollar City. Weekend of March eighth, we'd be about it as long as they're not too afraid. They're just afraid of me and my big golfy boots. One hundred percent. Yeah. I remember <laughs> the, uh, the the keys to the kingdom showdown. Uh, wait, the first or second one? Because there was two. Was it 2019, maybe? Nah, so the first one was 2020, and Marcus played with Sarah. And they got demolished, actually, gotcha. by me and Drew. And then the next year was Marcus and Tom, or no, I think it was Marcus and Mark, or Tom and Mark. <laughs> I'm just like, what the? I named all three of them at this point. But regardless, me and Drew lost the next Keys to the Kingdom. And then Keys of the Kingdom was no more, which is a shame because that was a great event. 
Did you go to one? I've I've never been to uh, to Kentucky Kingdom at all, except for I went through the winter tour. So I've been there when it's closed but not open. Man, that is so sad. <laughs> Wait, I don't know why you put yourself through that. Like, I must need to know. Like, I've never been here. Let me go when everything's closed. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. He also did that with Dorney, his first time to Dorney. That's true. I did that with Dorney, too. But at least I've what? been there. Dude, you just like to do this to yourself. Dude, she will, like, literally one roller coaster will be closed, and she's like, I'm not going to that place. I'm a princess. Dude, seriously, man. I, man, the first time we went to the American Dream and Sandy's Bliss and Bronco was closed. Okay, that is completely different because that place is not worth the money and i already went and wrote everything and i told myself i would not spend money there because they don't add anything you like at the time you couldn't leave there so i couldn't leave to get food and there's like no food in there and i said i don't want to step foot in there unless sandy's is open and yeah. i kept asking him well it's my fault because i should have checked myself i kept asking I'm like are you sure sandy's is open it wasn't are you sure and then the day of i'm like are you sure i get there closed Pissed. I was so pissed. I was so pissed. Yeah, I was just really, really bad. Because I'm like, why am I here again? Spent all that money for what? No reason. Yeah, that park, I don't blame you. That exactly. Yeah, how much is it to get in there in the first place? At the time, it was like almost $80. Yeah, it was really expensive. Yeah, I it's think gone, now it's actually gone down in price. Yeah, I wonder why. Closer to 60 or 70 now, but you can also pay per attraction. Yeah, yeah. Th yeah, and thankfully now, like, they've done that. But at the time, like, it, I, I was so bad. Yeah. Yeah, we went to – I went to Dorney in this, like, in February, I think, just to do, like, a behind-the-scenes tour. First time ever there. Didn't get to ride anything, but <laughs> – um, He did get to climb Talon's lift hill, though. That is yeah. definitely – So that's kind of worth it right there. definitely pretty cool. Yeah. For sure. Stuff like that's freaking awesome. I've actually, fun fact, I've never climbed a lift hill, so I would still love to do something like that. That was my first one. Um, and it was pretty fitting, I think. You can yeah, 100%. Agree. You just nonstop post about it. <laughs> Talon at Dorney Park. Is the best <laughs> yeah. Dude, Talon at Dorney Park for life. That'd be your aim screen name. <laughs> I actually like I, I decided to get rid of theme park daddy and for like a day it was Talon Girl but I was like I already know that this is a terrible name and I'm not keeping it uh, but that's what the Dorney part timer <laughs> like the first like three times I met her she was like hold on are you Talon Girl <laughs> <laughs> honestly that sounds like a really cool superhero name Talon girl. Talon yeah. girl. It just makes me laugh that she was referring to me as Talon girl. <laughs> Talon girl. Especially because Ryan is like, she's not, oh, and like she would, when she first like started, she was like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with like these comments. And Ryan was like, just let me do it. Like, I know, I know what to do. So I was just like some crazy girl that was saying random stuff. She had no idea. Yes, that is me. I am Talon Girl. That is me. I am Talon Girl. Thank you. I need a costume and a cape. The city will shine a light up in the yeah, sky. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anytime you need to come ride Talon. No, it's anytime someone talks shit on Talon at Dorney Park. Yeah, yeah, you can come give them shit. <laughs> They'll sit them in timeout until you get there. 
I'm going to just sit them, sit them on talent and make them ride it until they love it. <laughs> until they love it. Do you love it? <laughs> oh, one more time. Send her again. <laughs> yeah, send her up again. <laughs> now talent's a form of torture. <laughs> I'll teach you for not liking telling you little bitches. I swear I still got no airtime. Send her again. No, wrong. <laughs> Keep going until you feel the airtime. <laughs> that straight track in the middle is still just. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> All right. Next, we have Laurel XL200. She said, what's your favorite themed beer you've ever had at a theme park? Favorite themed beer. I have many, and I collect cans. Um, so I almost feel like I need to go look at my cans. Yeah, this is a Matt question. Um, I feel like any beer that I've tried from him that are, like, themed, I'm like, ew, that's icky. And then it makes my tongue very upset. <laughs> I will say some that were definitely not my favorite. Orion had a themed beer that cut. It was like, uh, there was a blue ice cream one. Yes, yeah, blue ice cream it was terrible. Was Tasted horrible. like cough syrup. Uh, so, here, let me go get my cans. Give me one second. There was another one at Kings Island this year where there's absolutely nothing as well. It was like funnel cake flavor beer. I was like, oh. oh. I actually tried that, Brandon, and I yes, think Brandon might have brought it. Right, it. Tell him I found it. We uh, can hear you, Matt. Yep. Yeah, they can hear you. Oh, really? <laughs> I love how scary he was. Tell him I found it. Oh, I found All, right. it. All right. I'm a huge IPA fan, so I usually tend to lean towards IPA. I will say the first theme beer I ever had was the first time I was at Cedar Point. They had a Valraven uh, lager. Yeah. It might have been an IPA, though, man. That was a long time ago. But regardless, that was pretty good. But regardless, uh, the Sycamore Copperhead Strike IPA is freaking incredible. And this brewery, just in general, all their beers are really, really good. But this one specifically is phenomenal. And it's definitely my favorite theme beer I've ever had. Like, I was devastated the last time I was at a... <coughs> uh carolines if for whatever reason they like um they ran out of it or didn't have it but i was pretty upset about it but yeah copperhead strike ipa is so good i will attest uh, i had it in 2021 it was really good yeah i'm pretty sure that's what i was drinking <coughs> december of last year during their winter fest and i think i if that was what i was drinking which i'm 99 sure it was i remember it being fantastic yeah, it's a very popular one down there. And like I said, up Sycamore Brewing is just like incredible too. They had this other beer by Sycamore. I, I didn't keep that can. I forget what it is. It's like, oh, man, I'm blanking. It was another IPA though, and it uh, it was so good. Another IPA. It's piss, actually. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, yes. That's you guys, you guys obviously like IPAs though. I no, do. No. <laughs> so good. I would uh, say though my favorite is definitely some a good uh, a good Hefeweizen. Damn, like Tom from the Drunk Batteries. Hefeweizens are good. They're just never high enough in percentage for me. Yeah. I like a good six to seven percent. Well, six to eight. Anything above that starts to get like 
Yeah, I don't know. I like okay. to be able to drink like a good amount of beer, not just like three beers and like pass out. Yeah. And then when it comes to like the summertime, a good like Mexican lager, something like that. Mm. I'll stick with my margaritas. There you go. Mexican I lagers are great. I like a variety of different beers, but I do just like them to be like fruity. And like, like I need like a very fruity like flavor profiling. Felt that one. Um. So, yeah, I don't like just a like a beer beer like to when me when it tastes like beer like, yeah like literally just like beer I butter-y. yeah like i like when there's a very like a flavor um, dynamic flavor yeah. um that's yeah. why i like sours if i'm gonna drink beer yeah there are I mean, a few ipas i don't mind but it's like a last resort kind of thing yeah, I like a good IPA as long as it's not like, I don't know, super, I don't like super hazy, but um, what was I going to say? I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, milkshake IPAs. Milkshake IPAs are like, I would die for a good milkshake IPA. I think they're the best. I feel like I have to try that. That sounds interesting. They're good. They're Just hard to sweet. find. I can't, I can't oh, sweet. sweet. I'm into it. Pause. I need to try this. Gabby, we'll find you some milkshake. Like, I'll find a good milkshake IPA and send one. Send it my way. I will try everything at least once, so. Yeah, because I have had bad milkshake IPAs, too, and, like, definitely hard pass. Um, But a good one? It's very good. I'm trying to think of the most recent (laughs) beer I drank, and I thought I'd – someone – some park had one for their roller coaster. Oh, dude, no. All right, this is what I'm thinking of. Another great one. I, I think the Copperhead Strike IPA is better. Um, the Ishna Le- Nebler IPA. I actually was the coaster. The I was, am I having a stroke? Yeah, Isla Nublar? Isla Nublar. I'm, I'm pronouncing it how it's spelled. I just but also, um, the actual name of that beer, um, this is the, like, this is what you should call it. It is just Velocibeer. That is the name of the beer. That's how I order yes, it every I literally go up and I say, can I have a Velocibeer? And they always know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yes, that is also a phenomenal one. That one I think might be my favorite, but I, I drank a lot. I pre-gamed Carolyn's real hard. So I don't think I gave that one. <laughs> I don't gave that. I don't think I can really truly rank that one yet. The Copperhead was an adventure. The Copperhead um, one, I like heavily oh. pre-gamed Carowinds, so I, I feel that, like it's just that one's so good. Yeah, I need to but, have that but, one on the fresh palate where it's like now when I walk into IOA, I'm like I haven't had a Velocibeer in so long. That's the first stop. I can't. One hundred percent. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. That little stand right next to Velazquez. <coughs> so good. So good. And uh, the only reason I don't have that ranked a little high, it's not that it's it's just a little too fruity for me. I know you guys like fruity beers, but also it's real sugary. Not that all IPAs aren't, but I tend, especially because I like draft, and it always spills on my wrist. The next thing I know, my wrist is all sticky. 
Yeah, that does. I do take a giant, like the moment they pour it, I like don't even walk away. I just start. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. it should be a move for anyone that does that there because they, they fill that to the top. Yeah, and then you're like trying to walk and drink it at the same time and spilling it everywhere. And it is very, it gets very sticky and gross. And while we're in Universal, all the Harry Potter themed beers are at three brooms are incredible. I know they're not IPAs, but they're also freaking awesome. So I I have never had them actually. What? Mm -hmm. They just like now that I have like a more complex like palette for my beers, I would probably like them. But I used to not drink any dark beer at all. Like I just knew offhand like I wouldn't like a dark dark beer. So, so I know the one's called Dragon Scale, and then there's another one. There's two of them, and they're both delicious. Um, nice. I have to. Yeah. Um, this kind of goes along with our, uh, our what we're talking about. So Cedar Kev is asking, what park has the best beer selection that you've been to? I saw this part. I saw this. And I love this question. But Gabby, should you go first? I don't drink know. <laughs> what has the best mixed drink? Like, where is your favorite place to get like mixed drinks and? Okay, like better question. Um, Sea World. I remember, like they they got a good, they got a good mix. I like their like frozen ones, which I know are kind of like not like strong per se, but it gets hot over there. So, yeah. have you done the giraffe bar at Bush Gardens Tampa? Oh my god! I, I for like two seconds, yeah, I did. Uh, for completely forgot that existed, considering I was only there for like two seconds. Ten out of ten, love it there. Yeah, the the draft mixed drinks are so good. Those ones. They have draft. Oh, did you say draft or draft? Draft, like they literally pour it out. Oh, they drink. do have draft mixed drinks. I wasn't sure if you meant they had like draft mixed drinks. I was no. like. <laughs> so, I love that half of this episode is just us not understanding what's being said. By the I mean, it makes a lot of sense that you'd say draft mixed drinks at the draft bar. Yeah, yeah you know, those little bits of giraffe in this drink. Don't mind it. Oh God! Right, so that I think the <laughs> little bits of giraffe, <laughs> like their fur. Um, oh all right, so I think the number one spot um, beer selection is definitely Rathskeller at Adventureland in Iowa. They have 20-plus beers on tap, and they have everything you can ever want, but then Rathskeller is themed to a German bar, so they just have all these German pilsners, German lagers, German beers that I actually drank in Germany. It's this huge list. Oh, excuse me. If you go to... Uh, my YouTube, and you can check the video if you want to see it. I show the list, and I show the giant um, draft uh, beer selection. It's freaking nuts, man. And there's three places I thought of earlier when I saw this question. So the second one, Oktoberfest, um, the bar that they have, crap, I'm blanking on the name, but the little bar they have in the back of Oktoberfest at Busch Gardens Williamsburg 
also has about oh, that is a good 20 one. plus beers on tap. That is a good one. Even though they used to do a way better job at <coughs> even that to just all German beers. They don't do nearly as good of a job anymore. They just have all different types of beers. But um, yeah, that that is another one. Yeah, they had some sours actually there, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, that draft beer selection is freaking awesome. And then the third one is actually in Disney World, and it's Baseline Tap House has about i think 12 beers on tap which is still very impressive um and yeah those are all they they do a great job as well um with the different selections and you can get uh i don't know about rascaler if you can get flights but you can get flights at um the bar in the back of oktoberfest at bush gardens williamsburg and you can get flights at the baseline tap house so those are three I feel like of the top spots where just the draft beer selection is phenomenal. It's it's awesome. Very impressive. Flamecraft draft beer selection is pretty good too. It's not nearly as many, and they tend to never switch it up. But uh, that's another pretty good one too, I guess, if we're talking about honorable mention. And I don't know if any of you guys have been to any of those spots, but yeah. they are fire. I've been to two of the three. Yeah. Um baseline and the one in uh, what is Oktoberfest at UGW? Yeah, that's a freaking look up the name of that real quick. I know a video on it. I got one single beer there. So I at both times I I've been to BGW when I like both times I've gone, I had Ahsoka working. I don't drink when Ahsoka's working, but I did get one single beer from there and it was so good. And I took like two sips and then um, Sarah from Coaster Studios was holding Ahsoka while I rode Alpengeist and she spilled my beer. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm sure she bought you another one. I wasn't. I was literally having one beer all day, and then I was like, "I'm done drinking for the day. I'm done." And someone else bought me the beer because they owed me a beer, so I was like, "That was the only reason I drank at all." Um, but it, it's just a funny story. I'm like, I've never drinking at Bush. I've never had a drink really at Bush Gardens Williamsburg, and it's one of my favorite parks to drink at ever. It's just so easy to drink there because obviously the Bush parks were owned by Bush Beer, and like they were built on drinking, so like. They're just yeah. so easy to drink at. Bush Gardens Williamsburg is one of my favorite places to drink. Oh, it's called the Bru the Brahas at Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Yeah. And yeah, this it's just that tap is stacked and stacked to the brim. Freaking great. Yeah, it had good selections. I do remember that. You've never been to baseline though? You've had to have been to baseline. <coughs> no, I have. I'm I am not personally a big fan of baseline. Um because I it's they have a good selection, but I don't I I don't think I've ever seen them actually change the taps. Like it's always the same exact beers. But it is true. a good selection of beers. It's just always the same ones. Yeah, true. That's why I, I didn't really like mention flame crib. I feel like that's always exactly the same. Yeah. The, but I do like them. I just, nine times out of ten, when I go there, I end up with a hazy little thing. Like, that is yes, just... Safety. Well, the two times I went there, I was like, hazy little thing every time. But uh, I didn't know they really don't change up the taps. I mean, obviously, I don't go enough. So. Yeah, and they might change, like, a couple of them. But every time I go, it's like, I feel like it's always the same exact um, beers. So... 
I don't know. Where, when I go, I'm uh, like a huge, when I'm drinking beer, I almost always go to Epcot. And I don't do it as like a single, like I never drink at the same bar all the time at Disney. Like I like to walk around and try beers. <coughs> from- so what's your favorite bar at Epcot, Rosen Crown? So I don't even like, if the if it's a festival, you have to go to festivals. Like the festival stands. So I've the festival stands have, oh my gosh. So that's when it's like the best. Because the festival stands have usually three or four beers at each stand to choose from. So the variety of beer you can get at Epcot is like, it's unmatched. Damn, that sounds amazing. I just had a gingerbread I think it was a gingerbread pal L. I'll have oh, to look. God, that sounds horrendous. So I didn't think it sounded good either. But one of my oh. friends, like, it's the best beer I've ever drank in my life. And she doesn't even really like beer. And she was like, it's the best beer I've ever had. It was incredible. I was like, I could just drink this for the rest of my life. I actually think that sounds really good. Yeah. I love gingerbread, too. It was so good. I was thoroughly impressed. And then, like, at another one of the booths, I got a chai um stout oh so that was really good too but yeah i'm a big when it comes to disney i usually do anything else in the morning and then i go to epcot when i'm ready to drink beer (laughs) (laughs) epcot is the spot to drink so yeah it's it's the spot (laughs) all right so i don't know where we're at with the question i think it's posts posts all right so Post has two questions. He says, first, explain to Chris why New Haven, except bar and their atrocious flatbread, New York, New Jersey pizza is vastly superior to Ohio pizza. <laughs> I've never had Ohio pizza one, and I saw this question as well. I like Bar's pizza. She didn't like it that much. I thought it was really good. I mean, in comparison to the other New Haven pizzas, no. I, I mean, it's good. The same thing. Pizza's pizza. Pizza's good no matter what. But in comparison to like Sally's or Frank Pee, no, not even close. Or even Modern was better. No, no. Bart is definitely the fourth out of there. I will say with New Haven Pizza, you have to be a fan of thin crust and your pizza being sliced into like 28 slices. But uh, that's so nice and crunchy. New Haven pizza is definitely the it's best. It's the sauce. I will say it's cheap. Thanks, Mako. Mako, though, I thought was your favorite. My, pizza oh, my spot. favorite pizza spot is actually yeah, it's Mako and Mako in Ocean City. It's, it's the sauce. It's the sauce. I'm yeah. I'm very big on like saucy pizza. I like my foods drenched in sauce. Like I don't like dry foods, so like the saucier the better. And Mako Mako drenches theirs, and it's just really good sauce. Is it a sweet sauce? No. Oh God, I hate sweet. Sauce pizza. Yeah. What's that one in Philly? Uh, Lorenzo's. Yeah, zero out of ten. Never having that again. <laughs> Lorenzo's has like these like twenty four inch two foot slices. Yeah, they're huge, and they made me upset. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Lorenzo's. Um, yes, yeah, so I do yeah, like no. Manco Manco's. When for my birthday, Sarah came down. Sarah came from Ocean City, and she brought me <laughs> Manco Manco's for my birthday. Thanks. I haven't had it in like years. I was so excited. Uh, uh, um, 
Personally, on the New Jersey boardwalk, I think Sam's Pizza Palace is the best spot. But That's the most Wildwood bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Sam's Pizza Palace? Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, the big three for the Jersey Shore is Sam's, and then Max, and then Manco. <laughs> They're all great, but I just like Sam's. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm sure New Haven – Obviously, blows Ohio with water. No offense, Ohio's not there for their pizza, but I'm sure there's good pizza spots in Ohio. I'm sure I'd have something down there. I'd like. Yeah, but- there's a place. There's a place called Massey's here. Really good. Um, I'm obviously I've never had pizza in New Haven, but hopefully that'll change soon. Um, oh, you gotta. And yeah, then- I mean, we have, a, we have a stumble coming up there this year. Connecticut yeah. be very easy to ha- hit. Uh, New, ha- uh, New Haven Pizza while you're up there. Oh, yeah. Honestly, in my opinion, would be like one of the main reasons to go to the Stumble. <laughs> because New Haven Pizza is really that good. It really freaking is. I mean, when it con- I-, I worked in pizza for a long time before working at Ohio State now. Um, and, I mean, I'm a pizza connoisseur. So, any, I mean, you give me pizza, I'll eat it no matter where it's from. <laughs> oh, for sure, man. <laughs> Can't go wrong. I mean, other than like, like your Little Caesars and that kind of stuff. I mean, uh, I still think Little Caesars is not that. I can't believe it gets that much hate, to be honest. Oh, I mean, so if you're cool. drunk or hungover, it'll do. That's it'll true. Yeah, like it's the job, but I'm not going, yeah. going looking for Little Caesars. Oh man, no, I'm really craving yeah, some cardboard right now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had it in so long, but I mean, dude, when I was like a teenager, man, and I was like broke in their pieces the for five dollars, like. The crazy bread's really good, but well, I will give that the crazy bread is so good. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, Domino's and Papa John's are phenomenal. But oh yeah, have it, get a shakaroni. <laughs> shakaroni? Have you tried it? I haven't. <laughs> I it looks amazing on the commercial. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Anytime I see the commercial, I'm like, I need a shakaroni. Yeah, I know. That's what I think, too. And then I forget. And then I see the commercial again. The next day, I'm like, oh, I should get one. And then it's just a cycle. That's amazing. It's amazing. Um, I think the post have a second question. He does. He has a second one. It says, if you can rethame any coaster to an existing band, who and why? Rethame any coaster to any band, you say. All right, I think Rip Ride Rocket needs to be rethemed to Limp Biscuit and Limp Biscuit only. The only choices that you should be able to play is Limp Biscuit. <laughs> um, rock and Roller Coaster, yeah, Nickelback. Um, we need more spooky stuff. So we need a a roller coaster themed after Motionless and White. We should get one name themed after Blackfoot Brides. I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that to the general population. But for me, I would enjoy that. Retheme any roller coaster. All right, I got it. I'm a retheme Velocicoaster. Boom. Already crazy. And then I'm going to retheme it to the best band ever. Limp Biscuit. Coheed and Cambria. Damn. That's it's going to be freaking awesome, dude. Because if any of you guys are into Coheed, they have this crazy lore. It's all this comic book stuff that they write after their songs that they can put in it, and it would be freaking nuts, dude. 
Like when you hit that last launch in the top hat, it's just the freaking whoa, whoa from Welcome Home and then it just launches you up. You freaking nuts. The, the Amory Wars, right? Yeah, yeah, the Amory Wars, exactly. They could call it the Amory Wars. There you go. That'd be the new name for it. <laughs> no, I get down one. on some coheed for sure. Um, I would say <laughs> I'm a, I have two here. Uh, I'm sorry, you have you have you're still answering yours. Me? No, I'm yeah. done. You freaking done. Is that the only one you have? Yeah. All right. Yeah, Amory Wars. We just have to like come up with like a name after the Amory Wars. Kind of how like there's the Amory Wars in the world for tomorrow. It had yeah. to be like something specific for that ride. We'll have to work on it. I have I have like one and a half. So re theme my favorite coaster to my favorite band. So re theme Maverick to Blink One Eighty Two. Um, <laughs> <That'd be awesome. laughs> And then like this <laughs> cunt cock sucker motherfucker that would just be playing, you know. The, no. <laughs> um, but yeah. then we're gonna have a band that's like deathcore-ish. So yes, like, yes. Um, like shadow of, of intent. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Ten out of ten. I don't know I what agree. that would be though, but like something that's a launch. Maybe, maybe beast like, at King's Island. I don't know why. Because it's in the shadows. I like that. Ooh, or Boulder Dash. There you go. It's also in the shadows. I like that. <laughs> That'd be so wild. Yeah, we need a deathcore. Just the music Boulder. would be scaring every single person away. So. Oh Except Zen for rides. me. Dude, you could do it. <laughs> Just retheme the family uh, dark coaster to it. <laughs> dark yeah, coasters now. At Bush Gardens. Have that playing throughout the whole. They ride. should put a Warner Shore on that, or um, or uh, uh, Slaughter to Prevail. God, yeah, you just demolish. <laughs> Man, freaking uh, crap! Um, and I just saw uh, what's their uh, what? Who did I just see? Oh my god! They were with August Burns Red. I can't remember. Grand can't Sacrifice. Remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sacrifice is awesome. Oh yeah, you met Kyle Anderson. You were pushing about him. Yeah, Kyle's all. He's a very nice person. Met him on oh, my yeah. birthday in a very pink sparkly dress. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Matt put that sent that on Twitter when I said I was me like saying I was gonna meet. Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I did. <laughs> yeah, he tagged her, so I had. Uh, I was like, yeah. fun fact, she's met him already. Yeah, I got to show up to the Death Core show in a pink sparkly dress. In fairness, it was my birthday. So. There you go. Jen, what about you? Environment. Um, I have a very different answer than you. Is <laughs> yeah, it Taylor here. Swift? <laughs> Um, actually, no, I did oh. think about Taylor Swift, but there's so many different Taylor Swift vibes and like to put one of them with a coaster and just like, I don't know, too much. It's overwhelming me. I can't do it. Um, I will, however, I would like maybe like a, I don't, I don't know. Like I want to say like a mock extreme spinner to like some good, like banger Harry Styles. Would be really I agree. Good. Okay, yes. And then, like, a good wooden coaster to some, like, Noah Kahan or Kahan, whoever, whoever someone wants to, like, very I don't know who that is. He, Never heard. <laughs> he's, we're back at, uh, remember, like, Mufford, Mumford and Sons? It's like 2023's version of, like, yeah. boom clap music. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like the guys with the man buns and the beards and the tattoos. It's like that version. In Columbus, we call them hipsters. It's kind of yeah, yeah. Didn't go with Taylor Swift because I feel like she'd be a great roller coaster to theme someone at. Or, you know, so I agree, but my issue is like picking the style of coaster or picking the coaster, and like because you would have to think like, about this folklore. I want that to be a wooden coaster, but like reputation that needs to be like something crazy but then you also have like 1989 or lover like I, they're just such different vibes don't i, I can't i don't know i, I can't help you on this i, I want one of the champagne problems <laughs> champagne problems play From what i understand about guardians of the galaxy at epcot it sounds like that'd be a good one yes that yeah. would be so that was actually my first thought i was like what but then when I thought about it, I was like, if you retheme it to only the band and only the music, you lose the whole entire fun element of that ride. Like True. The fact I've that never been on it. I've never seen a POV before. Like, he really gets there to freak it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, I'm not to spoil it, but, like, you, you're you escaping something, essentially. Like, you're chasing something, and you're sent to do that. So, without yeah, that element know, of the yeah. ride, it's kind of like... I don't think the ride would be as enjoyable. Dude, you could be chasing her concert tickets because they're so hard to get. Yeah, we could we could be on our way with the backstage stage passes. Blah, 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 you could blah. be chasing Travis Kelsey. <laughs> that, that would be me. Or if Gardner Minshew, actually. Gardner Minshew. It's me chasing Gardner Minshew. And the mustache. Oh oh, stop, I love you his mustache. Know, do you know the way that I would jam to Guardians of the Galaxy if they put anti-hero on that that would be such a good guardians of the galaxy song so good i, I thought you were talking about the band and i hear i was like damn you just freaking took a complete 180. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i was like yo what no i, I am like still a basic blonde bitch on this podcast so <laughs> taylor swift and harry styles <laughs> I feel like a mock extreme spinner would also be good with some like EDM like Tiesto. I was just thinking that, yeah. That would be very good. Yep. Um next question we have from Mabel. Do you have any favorite coasters or parks? Do we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I I feel like the person is maybe new to the the uh community so what what oh. are some of your favorite coasters and parks heck yeah bro what all right hold on gabby you first i need to pull my phone out oh, <laughs> uh okay well technically my number is zero which is what kind of made me enthusiast toro so that's my favorite ever and can't be changed however keep going I'm an intimate horse. So we got like Velocicoaster, Maverick, Skyrush, I305. I really enjoy it when a coaster feels like it's actively trying to murder you. Um, yes. Which X2 actually cracked my like top five intimates. So X2 somewhere in there. Um, but I'm also a huge slut for Leap the Dips. My sweet, sweet child of mine. I would die for that ride. No one else gets me, but it's fine. It's just me. 
Also, the airtime on that thing is really violent. Like, I-305 is shaking in its boots, realistically. Wow. Yeah, I I hear people say that it is, like, pretty scary. I-305 is great. We're talking about Leap the Dips. Uh, Leap the Dips is terrifying. But, like, I don't know if any of you guys have ever been on it. It is like very scary. <clears throat> but I'm just going to read you my top 10 of each because I have them on here somewhere. All right. Yeah, I don't have a top 10. It hurts my head. I have like a top six. My top 10 roller coasters for um, who asked the question again? Mabel. My top 10 roller coasters for Mabel. All right. Number one, Sky Rush at Hershey Park. Number two, El Toro at Six Flags Great Adventure. Number three, Fury 325 at Carowinds. Number four, Iron Gwazi at Bush Gardens Tampa. Number five, Velocicoaster at Iowa. Number six, um, one of Jen's favorites, Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point. <laughs> Number seven, X2 at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Number eight, Wildcats Revenge at Hershey Park. Number nine, Conda at Wallaby, Belgium. And number 10, Untamed at Wallaby, uh, Holland. And then I'll just roll through my top 10 theme parks. I know I have them in here. Yep. Number one, Europa Park. Number two, Silver Dollar City. Number three, Islands of Adventure. Number four, Fantasialand. Number five, Animal Kingdom. Number six, Cedar Point. Number seven, SeaWorld Orlando. Number eight, Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Then number nine, Disneyland. Number 10, Knobles. And those are- oh, I didn't say my favorite parks. I have never really thought of my favorite parks. I yeah. love Knobles getting the love in there, but also DAK getting, like, Dak getting the love. That makes I me freaking love Animal Kingdom. Huge that thing. is the best <laughs> park, like, hands down. Also, I, a very fun one to drink at, too. That's what I know, haven't been since 2010. Oh my gosh, if you guys like Bloody Marys, if you go Ew. to the Dawa Bar, oh my god, Dawa Bar puts candied bacon in their Bloody Mary and they use like the special mix that you can't get anywhere else on property oh, and it is so good. I've heard their Bloody Marys are freaking awesome. Someone else was just telling me this. Literally, somebody else was literally just telling me this. Yeah, I am obsessed with them. I literally like, I go to Animal Kingdom and just double fist coffee and Bloody Marys all day. Oh, <laughs> Until they run out of the candy bacon. Once they're I like out, I, I, move I feel on. like I repeat myself with this too. Is that the bar that's right next to Everest? No, that bar is really good too, though. Yeah, so that bar that's next to Everest, the only place in the country I have been to that will sell you a 22 ounce golden monkey. Most people will only sell that in a 10 ounce glass. They will sell you a 22 ounce golden monkey by Victory, which is a 9% beer, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Freaking nuts. I do know that, but their mixed drinks at that stand are so good. I usually do mixed drinks there. Dawa Bar is like over, Dawa Bar is by Festival of the Lion King. Oh, okay. So it looks like you're almost going into Tusker House, but there's a bar like in the, like in the restaurant waiting area. It's like an air waiting area. It's very weird, but so good. Dawa Bar. 
I'm not even check that out. I'm not even a Bloody Mary fan, but that sounds freaking awesome. You have to try them. Just give it a try. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But give it one single try. I like them every like ten years. <laughs> like, it's like Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> every twenty-three years, I enjoy myself a Bloody Mary. <laughs> so I have to say, one of your favorite parks has the initials of DAK. Isn't there a quarterback in your division with that name? <laughs> oh, uh, let me remove, let me remove it. Freaking uh, <laughs> no longer in my top ten Animal Kingdom. But yeah, Knobles gets the love because um, they got good fudge. Their food's just so good. Phoenix is phenomenal. Um, great park to tailgate as well. Also, I mean, they usually don't give you crap for just walking around with beer there either. It's a it's a fun time. I love Knobles. I do love Knobles. Knobles is up there as one of my favorite parks too. It's so good. The Cosmotron? Have you guys ridden the Cosmotron? You said it so loudly. What the hell is a Cosmotron? I don't know what oh that my is. God. It is the best thing in the world. So we literally, the last time we were there, we were walking and Laurel was like, I don't know what this is, but I want to ride this. And we had no clue what it was. What is it? Are you talking about the inside freaking thing? Yeah, it's like one of those, I, I know it has a name, but I call them like all- Like a Gravitron? Because they're all called, no, they're Music Express things. Like, you know those? Oh, and like those ones in, that are carnivals? But it's inside. But it's, Yeah, those yeah, indoor I ones. I know exactly what you're talking about. I love them. And they have disco balls and they play all different types of music. Like they played Bad Blood by Taylor Swift, my first ride, and it was incredible. It was the best experience. I I see it every time I'm there. While we're on the topic of Knobles, we obviously can't forget their bumper cars. I don't know if either of you guys have ever done that. Oh, those are wild. Oh, and their merry go round. Are you kidding? Their carousel? I did that for the the first time. Uh, What? Which? which? I just did it for the first time. Did you win? Oh, I thought you said you got it on the first time, like the ring. Oh, oh no, I oh. rode it for the first time the last time I was there, and I loved it. Um, I was terrified. I did not win. I did terribly because yeah. I'm Same. watching these kids, and I'm like hanging all the way. Up. I like barely was on this horse. I'm like, how the hell do they let you do this? I'm gonna fucking kill myself. I have no idea how people do it. Like, I do not understand it. I was terrified. I was like, I literally am scared I'm going to kill myself. This thing's going so fast and I'm hanging off this horse and I'm not in shoes that are like, I'm in like hiking boots trying to keep grip on this stupid fucking horse. <laughs> Giddy up. I was terrified. I did terrible, but I had fun. So it was fine. Knobles is great. Knobles is great. Freaking love that place. Uh, oh, let's go. Fire's just Time, baby. Nice. Woo! I we didn't get yesterday, but we got the boys tonight. Let's go. Go sports. Go sports. <laughs> go sports. Roscoe Talon. I'm just gonna random wheel it all the time. It's fine. Let's go, dude. <laughs> Heck yeah. Hey, I will say this, and we're on the topic. The Blue Jackets are beating the Sabers nine to four. Oh, wow. What the heck? Wow. No, go birds. <laughs> exactly. Go birds. Go sports. Go birds. Ah. Um, well, yeah. I think we're on our last question. We're on our last question, guys. No um, we have from Mitchell. Will Rogaru be more popular in 2024 due to its lift hill facing toward the spike? 
Yes. Oh, I didn't even think of that. One hundred percent, yes. I didn't even think. I of mean, that. if we're talking about popularity, like, yeah, so popular was in the wording of the question, right? Is that yeah, a little bit better? Popular. So I mean, yeah, people are gonna want to ride it to get a look and stuff it. to see it. No. Yeah. Know. Maybe with their GoPro. Oh uh, yeah, if you get GoPros on it, yeah, that'll yeah, definitely I think be so. more popular. 100%. Not like insanely, but definitely more popular. You know what? Yeah. I didn't hate that ride. It's I was expecting so time. much worse when I got on it, and I was like, that's it? It's not that it's bad. It's layout's boring. Okay, but it's, that and boring are not the same to me. Because the first half is good, but as soon as you hit that after, like, the last inversion, it just becomes a pinball machine. But, so it's um, meant for a stand-up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yep. it has all those stand-up elements. Yeah. But you're dumb on stand-ups, too. <laughs> Better than be corkscrew. Oh, I still didn't get on it. I still, I've been, a, yeah, I've been a Cedar Point yeah. three yeah, times now, iconic, still have so not ridden corkscrew. Like to get on it. The line's always just weirdly bring long. Your, bring your Advil. <clears throat> bring your Advil. Can't be as bad as Magna. Oh, was it Airtime Thrills that was saying? Wasn't that on his list of roller coasters that got better? Yeah, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> I right, right. <laughs> he had some weird roller coasters on there, man. Yeah, he's got some opinions. I, I give him that. <laughs> he does, dude. He I definitely does. I would love to meet him one day. I, I've only seen him once at like Kentucky Kingdom. He just kind of kept to himself. Yeah. I was going to come to one of our tailgates. Just didn't make it in time. That was like the only time I was going to meet him. That, He's like, in our that? fantasy football league, but I still have never like spoken <laughs> to him. And I'm, I'm the commissioner. But someone just asked him. like He was like, he was overdoing his Europe trip. And he was like, sure, I'll do it. And then this team like auto-drafted and everything. I don't even think he's paid attention to it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Is it for money? No. <laughs> uh, okay. No. Uh, hopefully some, maybe next year I'll get some more people that are actually interested. Because there's like a few of us that actually are paying attention to it. And then like one of the guys that was in it is Brandon from Theme Park Predictions. And he was talking so much crap, like he's gonna win and everything. He's won one game. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's some interesting people in that. <laughs> yeah, next year we'll do a different one. Yeah, I mean, always ask me. I mean, I'm in two, and I'm trying not to do three. But if I can, I feel like I can swing it. We'll see. Well, we've come to that point where uh, we are gonna ask both of you to give us a spicy take on anything oh wow you go first you said you had a bunch i did not say i had a bunch i said i had two oh, okay yeah that's a lot yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, i'm pretty sure you said you had a bunch uh, yeah you're the one that I went some on. all right ones so i i'll just stick to roller coaster and i'll try and think of one that's not roller coaster related if i can all right Gabby. And this is the one that gets a lot of people all the time. Mind. I just don't think the voyage is that good. I really don't. I like it. It's in my top 30. I have several wooden roller coasters ranked above it, including El Toro, which is miles ahead of it. And uh, Shivering Timbers, which I think is also way better than it. But it's a roller coaster that gets a lot of love. It's really long. I get it. Um, well, no, I mean... <laughs> I was like, don't get it. It's like, people are like, it's long. And I'm like, okay, but like, 
just long doesn't mean it's like great. I don't know. Personally, I just don't think it's that good. I love Holiday World. Um, I love the owner. What's her name again? Leah. Leah, she's freaking awesome. Um, and has really helped out Buzz Bars, but um just not a huge voyage fan. Not. I feel like that's a take I've heard a decent amount. So it doesn't super surprise me, but I'm sure it pisses off all the people that do love Voyage. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I wouldn't even say it's, it's like borderline a polarizing coaster. It's your one of yours. Um, okay. I mean, I guess everyone knows that I hate Magnum, but I'm going to reiterate how much I hate Magnum because also my take is that if a coaster is only good in certain conditions, it's not a good ride. Like, what do you mean magic seat? Like, do you mean I have to ride this magic seat in order to have a good ride every time? Then it's not a good ride. Like, um, if I'm not in that seat, it's a bad ride? Bad ride in general. No. No, 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 no. And I hate that. Same thing with, like, Voyage. Oh, but it's good during the holiday, uh, Hollywood nights. But it, it's only like that during that one night. So, like, is, what? You if can't it's judge only it. good in a certain seat or in the rain or a certain thing, it's not a good ride. And that's that on that. Yeah, I will say that, like, I fully agree with that with Magnum, but my favorite thing about Magnum is that I rode in the magic seat my first ride and I hated it. And that's not even yeah. close to the best seat. Row 17 is the only good row on that ride. I mean, I'll give it another shot, but give I can another shot in 17. It's still not very good. Like, yeah. it's still not a ride that I like. But I just yeah. find it even funnier that everyone's like, you have to go to the magic seat. And then, like, the magic seat is fucking trash. Literally, <laughs> though. I'm like, okay. Hmm. I thought yeah, of another Bad one. magic seat. Row 17 is the real magic seat. Row yeah. 17. I Is that the very back row? No, it's no, two up the, from the back row, two, or two, maybe two, it's two, second to back. Yeah, second, second to back, because that would be non-wheel seat. Is what I'm yeah, I, I think it's second to back. So non-wheel seat in the last car. Yeah, that makes sense. <coughs> okay, I have another one. All right. Uh, that kind of seat. And I don't know, I feel like some poster enthusiasts share this opinion. But Montu sucks. What? Not that it sucks. It's just not that great, man. It's a mid-tier, mid-tier um, invert. It really is, in my opinion. And uh, I have uh, inverts in the country over it, like Banshee and uh, Raptor. And Alpengeist is the best in the country. So, yeah, just don't have Montu that high. Yeah. I mean, I got one that Jenny will agree with. Steel Vengeance is not like, it's not in my top 10. When I got off it, I was like, okay. Anyway, like I literally got off it. It was like, okay, great. That was awesome. Cool. And then just didn't think about it again. And then I wrote Maverick and was like, oh my God. And like, I could not stop thinking about Maverick over and over again. Like, there are so many other coasters that, like, I get off with more of, like, a, oh, my God, what was that, rather than Steel Vengeance. Like, I wrote Steel Vengeance, and I was like, cool. 
Yeah, I think that my biggest gripe with Steel Vengeance is that everyone else made me think that that was going to be, like, the life-changing Well, exactly. Literally. Yeah, so, like, and I rode Maverick first, and I was like, Maverick just changed my fucking life. And then everyone was still like, no, Steel Vengeance, Steel Vengeance, Steel Vengeance. So then I went straight to Steel Vengeance, and I remember... I did cry. It was my first RMC. I cried. But then after I like calmed down from like that initial, I was like, that high, yeah. actually, that wasn't as good as Maverick. <laughs> that, like, that, no, it wasn't <laughs> that good. Like, why was it so long? That was my, my it, it's really, it is really good. But I have no complaints about the actual ride, but it's just not one that I think about all the time, you know? Like, yeah, it's a ride. It's that, like, I wish no one talked to me going into it because that yeah. would have changed my opinion. I, I, I fully agree. Iron Glossy is better, but I love Steel Vengeance. I would have to say this. I feel like I'm really enjoying Joe's layouts compared to <laughs> the Shulky ones. No. Disrespect oh, down Shulky. No disrespect I mean, at all. I'm just yeah, this, dude, this dude's coming in with some craziness though so like <laughs> obviously you got iron Gwazi, and then uh uh airy force and wildcats revenge have all been freaking insanity yeah so. wildcat revenge i got off that more like oh my god yeah I will that one has some really unique profiling so yeah what, what was shoki's last one you know i don't know off the top of my head um same but i know i know that the dude joe did for a fact, I know he did IG, Airy Force, and Wildcat. Yeah, when I got off Wildcat's Revenge, I was like, that's it. There's my favorite yep. RMC right there. Facts. That's how I felt with Iron Gwazi. I, I know Alan Shulky definitely did Iron Gwazi. I can tell you that much. Because Laurel was all excited. She has a shirt that says Shulky Smooth on it. And she <laughs> was so excited. Wait, Shulky did do IG? I thought that dude Joe did it. Oh, maybe not. I thought the. I don't know. We'd have to look it up. Have, but yeah, it's probably no. bordering. But I thought uh, Joe did do that one. But uh, I could be wrong. I need another ride on our Joe Aussie. Gray. His name's Joe Graves, right? Yeah, Graves. Yeah. yeah. What? An opinion. Then I'm gonna give Laurel ship for wearing. RCDB says Jokey designed Shilky it. Smooth shirt. Jokey did design Iron Glossy. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I think yeah, I was Air just Force gonna say because I thought the whole. Well, Air Force is supposed to be nuts. That quad down at the end is supposed to be insane. I have not ridden it yet, so. Uh, I hate the quad down at the end. Damn. That's the only why? Part I don't like. Well, it's because supposed to be like. Why? Yeah, so I sent Kelly pictures. I wrote it like three times, I think, and uh, the the like the restraints and the. It wasn't even the restraints. It's the seatbelt. I literally had like cuts on my thigh from oh, the seatbelt because of the pressure that I hit like on the bare skin on the seatbelt coming up on there. Um, it hurts so bad. And I don't mind bruising. Like I don't mind that kind of like if it the seatbelt was gone, I would be fine. But because the seatbelt was there, like I literally had cuts on my thigh. Oh, God. Yo, that sucks. Like, it hurt so bad. Like, it was like a burn from the And, like, not a good pain, like, when you get on Sky Daddy and you're like, oh, it hurts so good. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was, like, actually, like, a burning type pain. Like, almost like a million little paper cuts across my thigh. 
Yikes. I hated it. I just looked up Joe Draves on RCDB, and he has designed some coasters I didn't even think of. Like, he did Gale Force. Um, What? Lightning Run at Kentucky Kingdom, Max Force, Steel Curtain, and then Wildcats Revenge and Airy Force. Oh, man. (laughs) Gale Force. That's that's weird. Dude, but Lightning Run, dude, that's crazy. So this dude's... This dude's known for his airtime. Gale Force is weird. Sorry, that that one's like tripping me up a bit. <laughs> well, that makes sense because SNS and Shulky was there too. Yeah, but yeah. Gale Force is. So Force. that's crazy. Um, I do have a hot take that's not coaster related. There we go. That I thought of. Um, personally, my favorite sandwich of all time. You guys will never guess where it comes from. Your favorite sandwich? Yeah all time i i freaking love this sandwich i think about it every day oh life. i already know what he's gonna say oh i have no idea it's gonna piss you off well it pisses is it me the off. McRib at mcdonald's <laughs> no worse it is it the rv sandwich subway has the best sandwich on the planet no yeah right. <laughs> literally literally i'm telling you they're freaking <laughs> buffalo no you get they're baked chicken with extra buffalo sauce, one line of chipotle, lettuce, uh, jalapenos, banana peppers, pepper, oregano on Italian urgent cheese. It's the best pepper. It's the best, best sandwich on the planet. It's my favorite one. I've tried it. It's just a sandwich. Yeah. It's spicy. It's, <laughs> it's so... Good. I I eat buffalo sauce on everything, but yeah, it's phenomenal. All right, maybe one day we'll try it. That's not. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. I'm telling you, it's my favorite sandwich. Although I will die on that by that statement on that hill. Dude, All right, it, so. the next tailgate will come with our subway buffalo chicken. Yeah, we're doing it whenever we do that. And then we're only playing Nickelback, right? Sure, we can tailgate to Nickelback and Champagne <laughs> Problems by Taylor Swift. You guys have to see vibes. I guess also the hot take I have is, well, I mean, everyone knows this, but I genuinely, unfortunately, think the best band in the entire world is Black and Gold Reds. Now, realistically, I know they're not, and I know they're horrible, but at the same time, they're actually the best band in the entire world, and I love them so much. But no one else agrees with me, but it's fine. I don't know if I've ever heard a song from them. Don't. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah, just <laughs> save yourself. Don't. I mean, they're the best band of all time, but also don't listen. Save yourself from I love life. them so much. Like, it physically hurts me. Like, I'll start crying. Like, every single time I meet them, it's like automatic tears. Like, I like... You know when you cry so much and you start like hyperventilating and you're like, <gasps> that's me every single time. And I've seen this band like 20 times and they're like, dude, like calm down. Here's you know, a hot like, take. And I don't know if anybody's listening to them or not, but the band Ghost. I love Ghost. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's I just, just spooky, Scooby. It's just spooky Nickelback. Exactly. And I, I'm like, yeah. I went into them. I was like, okay, Ghost, they look sweet. Like their appearance. They, I was like, yeah. this is going to be heavy. Yeah. I went in. I was like, Found. what am I listening to? <laughs> Scooby-Doo music. Dude, ghost rules. Scooby-Doo music. I like it. Well, oh, I'm catchy. on the outside here. 
Nah, they're catchy. I like it. But also, again, you're you're talking to someone who genuinely likes Black Phil Bride. So I feel like that kind of automatically makes everything I say invalid. And I was just thinking about this. Here's another one. Sorry, I'm going on and on here, but this is going to be a hot take, I feel like. Slipknot is overrated. Agree. Oh, I agree with that, and I'm not even big into it. I love Slipknot, too. Yeah. No, I, I love I, Slipknot, and I think they're really good, but I agree. They're not, like, the best band I've ever Yeah, I really guess when you, t- when you say it that way, they are huh? massive. I, and I think it's the big I, thing. I, is like, I haven't deep-dived into them enough to really get the appeal, to be honest. So, I get the appeal. I, I like Slipknot. I just do think they are overrated. I agree. And what really turned me off is when Corey Taylor did that Corey motherfucking Taylor song or something like that. If you haven't heard that, go listen to it because it's hilarious how bad it is. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> what? I've definitely never like, heard that song. And I will Corey M.F. Taylor. Yeah. Oh, no. That's what it's called. <laughs> Stop. It's really bad. Yeah, let me know when you listen to it. <laughs> Amazing. Corey M.F. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, that brings us to the end of now what is probably the longest episode that we've had, I think, <laughs> um, which is great because it was it was fun. Thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, this yeah, was awesome, dude. No, thank you. And also, um, thank you for letting me see Ahsoka in the corner. I've been seeing her every now and then. Like, she'll be on your bed. Yeah. Yeah. But look at her tiny little legs. Any second, she's gonna be out, and it's gonna be incredible. Unfortunately, you'll all miss it. She loves to have her little coochie out. I, I saw her back there, like the digging, like making her little bed there with her nose. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I want to eat her so bad. She's so cute. She's just a baby. Just a baby. But yeah, uh, yep. Once again, uh, thank you, coasters and brews. Yeah, thank Pat and you Gabby coming on. And uh, we'll see you at a stumble shoot soon. um, And we'll have a blast. Heck yeah. Yeah. Let us know where you're coming, man. Get the tailgate going. Sounds good. Well, we'll see everybody next week. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Peace. This has been the theme park stand podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.